0: (laughs) You've awakened the Canadian... (laughs)
1: to another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 179. I just can't get that TikTok Fortnite song out of my head. That's right. We are Number ba- one victory royale. <laughs> yeah,
0: Fortnite, we about to get down. Get, get down. down. on the board right now. Just wiped out tomato town.
1: Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's right. That's right. We are back. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast. The number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.net work. We're back. I am your magnanimous host Shane O'Hare, and I'm greeted with the always illustrious Derek Cranevelt.
2: I just wanted to make sure that song was stuck in everyone's head right from the get go, so that's why I uh, I pushed that that button right then.
1: You push that button. You push that button. And uh, we have a newcomer to the Geekscape Games podcast, but not a newcomer to the Geekscape Games family. Miss uh, Katie El-Sisser. Hello, my dear.
0: Hello, just touched down in Tomato Town. <laughs> it's been stuck in my head, like, all week. It's kind of nuts. And, and that kid's I, voice. Like,
2: <laughs> I have been, like, waking up at, like, 2 in the morning. And, like, before my, you know, like, something happens. I wake up before my eyes open. It's just, like, playing in my head. And, dude, and dude, it's 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 horrible. A- it's
1: absolutely mine
2: bogglingly
1: bogglingly bogglingly bogglingly
2: bogglingly
1: tobogganing it It, it sucks like how much it's stuck in my head (laughs) and it's it's also
0: his enunciation of all the word where it's just like a little bit back here yes yes
2: (laughs) and it's the whole song like i to find that clip i like went and searched for the mp3 and then i I downloaded like a three and a half minute version of it you, and, oh it's a full
0: song gotta get yeah, the remix i didn't baby. realize that i <laughs> thought
2: it was just the just the piece off of tiktok is what i thought
0: yeah oh no 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 tiktok no, always no. just gets like the the gold nugget in the in the yeah, cringe i mean, you song. only got a minute it, right
1: <laughs> it's it's i i think i might have said this on the last last episode um but there was a song that that i dj'd at like a goth show that was like this dark techno <laughs> um like a song with like a russian um like poem about suicide um, and yeah. it po- it popped up on my my youtube suggested it with like millions <laughs> of millions of views and i was like what the fuck and i started playing it and i was like why is this why has this got so many views and my girlfriend's like oh yeah that's that's popular on tiktok right now i was like what the
0: what the hell <laughs> Yeah, sea shanties apparently are also very huge on tiktok right now which is yeah like, i thought it
2: i thought that was because uh i thought people were enjoying sea of thieves again but i think it was just tiktok doing it was it. just What's tiktok up?
0: bringing back sea shanties and it's funny because uh mark my boyfriend was actually playing uh black flag the other day and I started singing along to the shanties oh and gosh. here's the funny thing is that he was like, how do you know these songs? Like, first of all, I played black flag, but second of all, from Muppet treasure Island. Uh, I, don't know. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I, used, I used
1: to watch that movie like on the reg, yeah. on the reg. It's a good movie. It's a really good yeah. movie.
0: All those like the, the like classic literature Muppet movies were so freaking good.
2: Yeah, I watched uh, Muppets Christmas Carol for the first time this past Christmas, and it was like, it's always like, I don't know, but there's so many versions of it, and they're always whatever, and so many of them are so old. Uh, no, that, but, that's like, a good one. It was one. so funny. Yes. It was so good.
0: Yeah. You the, need um, to watch uh, Muppet Treasure Island next, because if you haven't seen it yet, because
2: it's... No, I don't think Oh my
1: have. God, oh, Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got to watch Treasure Planet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love tre- Treasure Planet. was my jam when I was a kid. That's a, a good kid. one. Yeah.
1: That's a really yeah, good one. was a good one. So yeah, uh, in case this is your first episode to Geekscape Games podcast, um, in much like typical Geekscape Games fashion, <laughs> we are 49 minutes late due to a litany of uh, weather and technical issues. Um, shouts out, um, I thought I was not experiencing the, the weird AMD USB lockout issue, um, but hey, when I got my new microphone, oh yeah, I got a new microphone. How, how, how do I sound? Do uh, you guys want to do an ASMR? Especially with you that close to the mic, absolutely. <laughs> there's there's literally an ASMR button on this thing.
0: Oh, whoa! I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I I I, I I
1: I sent that to my girlfriend. She's like, "Ooh, no, that's yeah, no, bueno. no." But um, uh, yeah. So we're uh, so in fact, I d- I am experiencing the USB lockout issue. I, I guess that I guess that explains why my keyboard stops working while I'm playing video games. <laughs> I thought I just had a battery issue. You're
0: making me more and more excited that I got an Intel CPU for the computer that I'm building right now. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I mean, uh, I have an Intel laptop that I use for DJing, but I've got a, nice. I've got a Ry- Ryzen 5800X CPU and uh, sick, bro. For- yeah, it's sick, bro. It's sick. I mean, for gaming, for gaming. Yeah best bang for
0: your buck but hmm. if you're uh I just not have a...
2: nine consoles <laughs> yeah. i tape yeah, them together I'm... sometimes <laughs> to make the xbox nine <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yo do you think um do you guys remember that that uh when the ps3 was coming out there was the commercial for the ps9 oh of course no
2: what oh. i don't yeah, it was remember like this classic i think it was like a movie theater ad like i think it played in movie theaters that makes sense and it was like it's worth looking up it was like a classic classic commercial i i you know i was would have been like 15 or 16 or something at the time and and i just i still remember it because i was like what the heck is this and then it's so weird to see like like at the end and like the ps8 or ps9 or whatever uh title comes up but it's really cool
0: that's awesome yeah
1: there was there was this uh series of um playstation 3 ads that were really trippy like the crying baby in the the white room oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that.
0: what I, it's amazing to me that, like the mid 90s to the early 2000s the marketing campaigns that we all suffered <laughs> through like they there should be some serious ptsd with like whiplash of camera movement on top of like the image of a crying baby like what what are we doing to ourselves <laughs> oh it was what? like it was like a crying baby doll that was like
1: tripping out and like had like yes yeah you know, black and black then, blood coming out of its eyes
2: and then on and then if you're you actually have the console itself like you're just playing that rubber ducky game and that's like pretty much it at that point you guys remember that game oh yeah no. well no i oh. never had a ps3
1: but
0: no i didn't have i didn't have that but it, you just gave me a hard flashback to an nes game for it was a sesame street game where you would play as like Bert and Ernie and there was some kind of rubber ducky mission. Oh my God. I haven't thought about this in years. Sorry. Had a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Flashback Derek here. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Nice.
2: (laughs) I'm nothing if not a nostalgia horse. Hey,
0: you
1: are, you are in fact the guy that, that touched the uh, Nintendo PlayStation.
2: I did. I did. What is this? And I looked like a really out of shape Ryan. I still do, but at, back then I also looked like a really out of shape Ryan Reynolds. Apparently.
0: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, refresh
1: the uh, the listeners because we've been we've been doing the show since 2012, I mean, twenty twelve with a
2: several year gap in the middle there. Hey, we've been around for a while. Uh, uh, I, I
1: do. I do want to say that we've been doing the show since 2012, 2013, and I am just now buying a microphone today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, time's way Yeah,
2: you're know, you moving up in the world. Sale. It, 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 I swear you were using like a blue snowball or nope, something at some nope. point. I was
1: using my 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 astro heads, headset. Wow. Yeah. And as, that's why and, we
2: never got any listens. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um <laughs> and, and I think actually because of just great geekscape games jinxing, the fact that the headphone volume knob and the microphone game knob <laughs> are physically switched. So the G is on the V pot and the v, uh, the v is on the G pot. And so I'm sitting here like, why am I not getting any game? Is this busted? Is this? Oh, oh, it's like, it's just perfect. But tell regale us with the Nintendo PlayStation.
2: Um, back when I, I mean, this was a couple of years ago now, I guess. But back when uh, events could happen, people could gather, that sort of thing. Uh, one of the cities in my area had a like retro video game X or or just like convention. It was like a two-day thing. And mostly it was like uh, businesses and collectors that just had like tables and and tables of of old games that were way, way overpriced for the most part. Um, but there was some cool like creative stuff, like stuff they see on Etsy and, and people making like cool magnets and wood carvings and stuff. But they also had some guests and some panels. And one of the uh, headlining guests was the guy that basically owned the only known like Nintendo PlayStation console, um, which of course was the famed is, is somebody vaping. I was right just now?
0: wondering about that. I was like, Shane, are you vaping right now? Because I, okay, so, I know it's not me. I know it's not Derek this... unless he's very talented.
1: All right. So this this mute button doesn't work on the microphone either. <laughs> oh my god. The...
0: <laughs> Fuck. I am so sorry. What I'm about sorry. on the actual like website? There's like a little uh microphone that you can mute yourself if you want. Oh. <laughs> There it is. Uh, yeah. Wow, okay. It's funny because I was wondering why Derek and I were the only ones that were muting during the 7,000 intro songs. Oh my God. All right. But
1: well, <laughs> hey, we're still getting the dust off. That's what we're doing a bi weekly. Derek's got is a yeah. ring. rust. Yeah. yeah. Ring. Uh. Ring rust. Ring rust?
2: Ring rust. I watch too much pro wrestling. That's a professional (laughs) wrestling term, I think. I was thinking. Or other sports when there might be rings, you know.
1: I was like, do you have like rusty tubs? Like, haven't
2: played Sonic the Hedgehog in a while. Oh, man. That ring rust. Uh, Best picture 2020, Sonic the Hedgehog, I think. Yeah, for sure. uh, For sure.
1: Right. but But keep going. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh one of the guys he's the owner of the nintendo playstation so prior to uh, sony deciding to branch off and do their own console they were working on a partnership with nintendo uh and so they had gotten to the point where they were prototyping these devices and so it was basically like a a super famicom but also with the disc drive and all this you know crazy stuff um and Holy this guy cow. who yeah it's a really interesting story actually he, he basically just told us the story about how he got it and and what the like what happened to him and to the device afterwards because every basically like he wasn't interested in selling it at the time and he i think he said that he never would but he since has uh, and i think it went for a lot less money than he had been offered in the past unfortunately but uh, uh yeah it was and it, like we got to of course no disc based games ever existed for it but it played super famicom games so we got to like play super mario kart uh, and stuff on this crazy sony nintendo playstation prototype uh thing. Um but I took a picture with it and put it on Reddit and it got like a hundred thousand upvotes. Nice. And, uh, um it was uh I, it was just a fun time. It was a really, really cool like I I, I talked to him afterwards and was hoping to actually get him on the podcast, which shortly fell apart afterwards. So I didn't get to have <laughs> oh, that conversation. No. Um but he was just so like passionate about this thing and just hearing all the stories that he had about uh like the travels that he's had since and how like when he would go to like these big conventions in Japan and bring it, like it would be under like lock and key and like armed guards and stuff protecting this thing. Cause it's the only one that's in known existence, essentially. So
1: that's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah. That's, that's, and I, I and he basically found it as they were like, uh, this, the, the old, uh, Nintendo office somewhere or so, something like that was being, um,
0: like demolition. No, it was a,
2: Uh, Someone who was a an executive at Nintendo, I think at the time left to work for like a big bank and they were moving offices or something like that and just like throwing out a bunch of stuff um and it ended up getting like auctioned off and he knew the lot that this thing was in because he was the one that was putting the things in the boxes oh. so he bid like nothing for this thing and then like got the you know the only known nintendo playstation so i'm sure i butchered some of that but it was that's, you know, that's a number that's of years ago now
1: insider trading right there yeah right, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> no, that's um i do remember the reddit post people were just
2: making fun of you dude
0: oh what why
2: Oh, there was a lot of like soy, so, soy boy. Oh, uh, got it. <laughs> out <of> shape, Brian. <laughs>
0: got it. Like, <laughs> I know Katie's the path. Like, oh, I just, <laughs> just <laughs> Katie's like, oh, that explains <laughs> it. Yeah, that's... oh,
2: of course, I should have known. No further
0: explanation needed. <laughs> Internet being a dick, got it. <laughs> I'm familiar. Oh, uh, see,
2: see, I thought wh- it was like, oh, yes, of course, you are a soy yeah,
0: boy. Yeah, so how I interpreted? No, no, no. I was just like, oh, yeah, no, I could say it. I probably went to like. <laughs> cucky <laughs> mccluck cluck uh you know or something like that or whatever I just tip what <laughs> just cuck boy famous or something you know like that kind of <laughs> okay, thing yeah, gotcha. right. yeah. <laughs> like, like one, that, right? one can dream <laughs> you know, you gotta make exactly. it up to that
2: level but Colonel McCuckin. S- start at uh, Soy Boy and move up from it.
0: Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, yeah you, you know, know the, just the internet the, the being roast, the internet. <laughs> the, ro-
1: the roast of Derek Cranivell, that's, that's the best right there. I mean, if you're gonna I
2: mean, roast that's, anyone... That's like a subtitle to Geekscape Games, I think.
0: Yeah, totally. Geekscape in general. Yeah, Derek, the most mild-mannered, polite, wonderful person in the world. Let's roast the <laughs> shit out of him because he deserves it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, like um, i it's i it's an interesting it's an interesting concept but i feel like that's like i don't know that's the way i live my life like half of my relationship with michaela is us making fun of each other and it, just the understanding that it's like out of love yeah. makes it you know not an it makes it not abuse basically so.
0: <laughs> it's true um, it's true sorry go ahead Jake. um
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, Katie, um, since you, this is your first time on uh, the beloved Geekscape Games podcast, the number one video game podcast on the <laughs> Um what? A, let's get a little gaming background for you. Tell us. Let's uh, do it.
0: Let's poke yeah. holes in this theory that I'm a gamer. Yeah. Uh, are, are, are you? Are you a, are a total you fake fraud gamer? I'm a total. Are you a fake, fake gamer girl? Yeah. Um, I definitely don't have like the tits to show off the fake gamer ring, but you know, whatever. It's fine. I've got like five followers. It's cool. Uh, no. <laughs> in terms of gaming, I mean, I started. You know, like everybody did with um. Well, not everybody, but I started with an NES. Uh, My uncle, actually, I think he... His kids, he didn't want them playing with it anymore, so he gave us a Nintendo NES. Um, And we had, like, everything. Like, we had... We had, obviously, Mario. We had Duck Hunt. We had... um, Oh what was the one it was like the Olympic one where you had like the track pad we Oh track track and field Track and field oh my god it was so good and we lived on a second floor apartment Oh and gosh. of course, as kids, you want to cheat the game. So you're just pounding it with your fists. <laughs> uh, and that could be taken anywhere. Um, but <laughs> we basically annoyed the shit out of our neighbors. Um, so that was like the start of it. But like the real start. So you of- didn't
2: live in that second floor apartment for very long after. I that. mean,
0: uh, my mom did. I got No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, we were we were not. Uh, very friendly neighbors because of myself and my sister. Um, but we um, we kind of fell off of gaming for a while. Like, I had a Game Boy um, before it had any of that crazy, like, color screen or anything like that. Um, didn't have that. Had to, you know, look at it with a, like, a flashlight if I wanted to do it in the car. You know, like,
2: didn't have one. <laughs> the book light. The book light. Yeah. Worm light. Worm
0: light. Oh my gosh. Worm yeah. Light. No, I, I never had one of those. We weren't fancy enough to get, like, because. W- couldn't really invest in my gaming uh, when we were younger, uh, but then when I got older, um, we got a little bit more financially stable, and um, finally got an N sixty four. And then Ocarina of Time hit, and shit got real. Then the obsession became like everything. So
1: for for some for some reason, I I, I had this memory in my in my brain that uh, Track and Field for the NES was worth like a shit ton of money, but it's really it's
0: not no
2: that was uh what was it something championship Ooh,
0: was it was there it there is like that, the like...
2: gold gold cartridge like oh. oh no gold it was like a gold cartridge game that was used front in the uh nintendo world championships i believe well, it, actually you know Ooh. what that sounds it familiar was,
1: it was the cover of a uh album art for one of our episodes we talked about it like one of the like oh, yeah. like was it anyway irrespective <laughs> of that it's not tr- it's not track and field that's
0: worth $2. Okay. Sorry. All good. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I don't think we have them. I think my parents either sold them or gave them away at some point. Like, all of our games. Like, we had everything. We had the Duck Hunt gun. We had all the controllers. We and, Like, I know my parents didn't buy it. So I think it was because my uncle was like, they should have a gaming system because I can't let my kids <laughs> yeah. keep doing this. And then I, we got addicted. And I, I, that somehow disappeared. And I'm not sure how. <laughs> it might have been Victoria. hot. I don't know. <laughs> Um,
1: it's.
2: Um, I believe uh, it was uh, stadium events was the really rare track and field one. Oh,
0: that's
1: Bandai that's... Stadium events seventy five hundred to thirty thousand dollars.
0: What the fuck? Oh god, yeah. I'm so mad about all those games that were given away <laughs> or <laughs> sold. I don't know what they were, but I hope they got what's them your.
1: What's your um, going back? Yeah. Um, uh, what is your like best gaming memory? Like we when you. When you What did your nostalgia go to? Either it's a new game or playing a game with
0: somebody. Yeah. I mean, like, I I loved – I got super into Ocarina of Time with my mom, and she would help me solve the puzzles. Like, it was really cool. Like, she would be on the couch. I would be on the floor in front of the TV and playing, and she would be like, what if you do this? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's how you unlock it. But the – She's like, give me the fucking controller. No, she never took the controller. That was the kind of crazy thing. She was like – she loved – playing like backseat driver and she's like no go there don't do that or whatever um and it was actually helpful and it was a lot of fun and I do remember there's two memories I have one memory was that my sister came over And like we had to go somewhere and my mom was like, she can't leave. It just got interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's a great mom. Um, But the other one was I was like nervous for some kind of like English test or something or like I didn't want to take this test. And my mom grabbed me out of school for a, quote, doctor's appointment. Um, And I don't know what happened, but there was some reason why she did this. And so I was like, I don't remember having a doctor's appointment. She took me home and on the counter was... 007 GoldenEye for the N64. Hell yeah. And I freaked out with a pack of Dr. Pepper and Hostess Cut That's your doctor's appointment? Yeah, that was my doctor. (laughs) There you go. You know what? I never connected that. She wasn't even lying. She wasn't even lying. I had to go see Dr. Pepper. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so I was just sitting there going through all those levels and shoving stupid fucking <laughs> cupcakes into my mouth while chugging Dr. Pepper. It was such a great memory. Um that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the greatest things. And how fun did you guys see that article that um that the multiplayer on Golden was like an afterthought?
2: Yes. The-
0: that blew my mind. I didn't know that, that like they, they were just like the development team wanted to play with each other. So they just were doing yes. it. And so they just hacked it together what, and put it into the whole uh, game.
2: Yeah. And from what I remember, from what I remember from the article, it was like, not something that like anybody who mattered really even knew about until like way late in the game. Right.
0: right yeah.
2: And then it's like, we, it was such a pivotal, such a pivotal multiplayer yeah. experience for so many people. Like if you ask, you ask 10 people on the street, like, best multiplayer memories like it feels like seven of them are gonna say golden oh
0: 100 like. because it was it opened the door to at least in proxy you know multiplayer gaming but with like these consoles that were huge and you could only go up to like four players but man that just it, it was mind-blowing and then i mean mm-hmm. the other like pivotal moment i think when i heard uh an avatar speak in a game i was completely yeah. i was like that's a real voice. Like, Do you see that? <laughs> um, yeah. Man, I'm trying to
1: remember. I, never th-
2: I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. That's uh, that's very interesting. I don't know. Do you remember what game that was for you? I don't remember what, I, what the first game I, I might be, played that had like full voice acting right? like that. And, and not just like little snippets or little clips.
0: Right. Well, and it, it may, it might've been clips or something like that, but I feel like I might be getting this wrong, but I feel like there was a second. 7 game on the n64 that actually had like cutscenes and them voiced <clears throat> over there
2: there was a the world is not enough game I which I like much better than gold yeah. yes. and, and yes. everyone it was actually says re- it's blasphemy when I say it's that but really I just good. remember the multiplayer had this like snow level and there was these yeah. trams that would go between these two buildings and it was the best yeah
1: yeah and you could uh, there was bots but there was there was the, um acted cutscenes Act, yeah yeah so yeah and that and that and that's what that's one of the the, the interesting things about the n sixty four is that the cartridges themselves had no like no ROm space like sixty four megs that's right. why um when i first um uh when was it i remember playing tony hawk pro skater on the 64 played that oh, religiously yeah. but then hearing the songs for the first time i'm like yo there's whole verse <laughs> there's whole
2: verses taken. <laughs> like hearing it on playstation
1: yeah because on the they, they would have to take out chunks of the song yeah. to fit it on That's the cartridge right. it was, blew my mind yeah. um what is what is your least favorite gaming experience
2: or memory oh gosh being on Geekscape. Games. No.
0: <laughs> no. I think probably the first time that I got into Battle Royales, uh, <laughs> and I and I stupidly and this is such a female thing too, is I stupidly I turned the mic on. And you just as a female in Battle Royales, you just don't turn the mic on unless you're like the fucking best in all As the a land. melee
2: in battle royales do you turn them do you turn the mic on
0: melee battle like slappers only um <laughs> 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 um uh, probably i I've, I've been touch and go especially because i've been more into vr lately um i used to work for machinima and i worked in their vr department doing a vr show and i got very into it um uh, but yeah that that got real rough real quick uh <laughs> because when you have an actual avatar with working hands and head <laughs> a lot of stuff happens when you f- they find out you're a girl but um <laughs> yeah yeah that happens a lot uh but but for the year <laughs> it is yeah record scratch um it happens quite a bit i i've definitely upped my sass game um since then but
1: Yo, you should make that your screen name.
0: <laughs> you know what? That's a great idea. Maybe you should go off of my last name. Call me El Sassy Pants. That is yeah. my. That's my username for all all platforms. And unless it's uh, TikTok, which I did get banned on at least once. Uh, at least no, once? it's just well, okay. So I was doing this really stupid character called somebody's mom and it was really funny and it was stupid. It was just like this lady that just, you know, she kind of talked like this and just said like ridiculous things, which is basically like stuff that people from my hometown would, would say, um, (laughs) uh, you know, um, the Mary Jane. um, I I don't even remember what I fucking did. It was like at the beginning of the pandemic. So that was like 10 years ago. Um, But uh, Mark, my boyfriend played uh my off-camera husband named frank and i would always frank get out here the sun's rising um and one time he, it sounds
1: like it sounds like you grew up in where i grew up yeah
0: oh yeah in minnesota yeah i i do slip into that accent sometimes because i also grew up a little bit in uh north carolina so i blend accents sometimes um but uh, apart from that yeah so mark at one point he he flashed me and I didn't see him do it because it was over my shoulder. <laughs> um but the thing was but the, the timing, like my shoulder covered him just enough that like you couldn't see anything. Uh, And it blew up for a hot minute and then I got banned uh, for life for for ill Sassy Pants. So I'm all Sassy Pants with a Z now (laughs) on
1: that platform. Wow. 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 TikTok, TikTok's got weird. They got weird
0: standards. I I gotta say. Weird standards.
1: Isn't the most popular TikToker like 15 and she's like Probably showing like butts and tits.
0: Oh, one hundred percent. Like I've seen so much stuff on there. I, even like some of the post Malone stuff that I, like we're probably going to talk about later on today. I'm like you're going to allow that but you're not going to allow <laughs> this <laughs> actual non exposure. Okay, fine. And I and Actually, I wrote to them too and I was like, "Hey, I didn't mean to. We can just take that video down and delete it." And no, the entire account's gone. <laughs> I was like, "All right. Wow. Yeah, well,
1: savages, savages." Yeah. Well, speak speaking of, why don't we
0: talk about
1: the Post Malone doing a Pokemon concert? I I I I need deets. I need deets cuz I saw the trailer and i didn't see it I you didn't, I didn't, you didn't watch, watch it, the video i, I didn't watch i didn't i didn't watch it
0: i'm curious to know what you guys think <laughs> derek did Wait, you wa- derek did you watch
2: it i i mean that was i watched i i i had it on i you know what i watched though this is off topic but while we're talking about Pokemon and watching stuff whatever his name is what who whichever paul brother it was like opening that box of pokemon cards on the on youtube live like the other week that he had like auctioned them all off and it was like Thirty, forty thousand dollars a pack or whatever. That was uh, that was riveting television. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, and and like, I had no idea that like the shine or the rare card is in the same spot in every pack. So they would like pull three cards off the back and put it at the front, so that the last card they were revealing was the rare card. And then you know they would be like, oh, I'm so sorry when someone got like a pr- fake Professor Oak or something. Oof. And then like the last pull of the night was like a was the only Mewtwo in the box type thing. Like. Wow. It's riveting television this cg post malone concert i don't understand because i i mean my like if you look at like <laughs> you know spotify's got their like uh, their end of the year wrap-up thing where it like tells you like what you listen to for the the year type thing uh there's a similar thing you know apple music just shows you hey here's all your top 100 songs you know any given year it's like my, you know 19 out of my top 20 songs are probably taylor swift songs uh and that's the, you know, right the, the next the, the next like 20 uh are probably all like john may i don't have a, like i like all music i only listen to like two artists um, and uh post malone is not someone i'm super familiar with so to oh, really? see this dude that like he's he's all like tattooed and stuff on his face isn't he yeah. is, that, is that post malone yeah and so to see like a wee- <laughs>
0: That's, that's the guy yeah okay. i'm just making
2: sure i'm getting the right dude you know
0: oh, oh, okay uh, dad but to
2: what like like <laughs> why is he doing a, like why is you know pokemon i thought it was for kids and i understand that adults you know that used to be kids right. are now adults and and love pokemon <laughs> still or again or whatever happened and it's it's all big again but like like it just seems like if I'm uh, if I'm doing Pokemon for the nostalgia, I'm probably in a lot of cases too old to really be in post Malone, and if I'm a, if I'm a kid that's into Pokemon, I'm probably way too young to know anything about post Malone. So who was that concert for?
0: <laughs> it, it That is the weird thing because it feels like it hits the perfect niche right between kids old enough to do it to like enjoy this and kids too old to enjoy it. Like it, it feels like it's right dab in the middle.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yes. You know
0: and. What's funny is that, like, I, I do actually really enjoy Post Malone's music. I think he's awesome. Uh, but while I was sitting there jamming out to his CG body rocking out by himself. Uh, he's got a mad
1: dad bod. Uh, as his Pokemon Post Malone is very dad bod. You know, guess, it did, guess, it did mean, se-
0: he seemed a little more fit in his little CG body. Like, I was like, <laughs> I, I th- it was also the first time that I realized that he had cut his hair. And I was like, oh, good for you, dude. Like, shave it close. <laughs> um but the the lyric that it's like the first or second song he sings but the lyric that stuck out to me cuz like they they edit some of the stuff to make it i guess kid appropriate but the one that made me laugh that they kept in for pokemon was had so many bottles gave ugly girl a sip <laughs> and i i've heard that lyric before and i find that funny but i was like pokemon allows this <laughs> that kills me that fucking kills me Had so many bottles gave ugly girl a sip you know Yo, okay
1: man nintendo nintendo takes crosses off of tombstones in ghosts and goblins but they'll leave that in on their their children's
0: <laughs> like i never really I know, know where nintendo stands on things <laughs> like they won't they won't do any of the movies or any of the tv shows cuz they're so scared because mario brothers was such a flop um and yet they do i mean like they've got fortnite on there like i don't know like it, i i feel like there's like this feigned modesty with nintendo that like they're also still trying to keep <laughs> up with the times and i'm like what what's happening
1: <laughs> yeah and that's like i i got to admit like Um, I I was over at my friend's house he was getting ready to DJ and and, uh, you know I I DJ too and I was helping him out with something and I was like oh you're gonna catch the Post Malone concert tomorrow and he hadn't (laughs) heard of it I was like yo you need to look this up and he looked up the trailer and he's like what the yeah." (laughs)
0: <laughs> and I think he said the same thing like who is this for yeah <laughs> I still don't know I, I watched it and I still don't know like it's it's good music and like part of it feels live because he's like not singing to his voice um, but the other part it's like oh this just seems like the radio recording um,
2: right yeah I, don't
1: know. I mean
0: it, it, it legit uh, it's got to be mo-capped like
1: that that's someone has to be it be it Post Malone himself, but but also, was it like mo capped?
0: But was it live though? Like, it was Were did they just have like a bunch of cameras on him? Because I know they did that with Ben Schwartz and JJ Abrams with the Fortnite event when they did the like Star Wars thing, that was really cool. And they mo capped them, um, uh, and then they just had their voices live. So I wasn't sure, uh, if
1: anybody I, 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 I don't know how did this how did this get presented because I, <laughs> I don't I, I don't know about- who
2: pitched it and I don't know who was like well granted and it goes even it goes even further to the point where they've uh, shortly after that they announced that they're doing there's a 14 track Pokemon 25th anniversary album that's coming out later this year yeah they've only announced three artists so far but there'll be 14 tracks. That are all Pokemon uh, inspired, and so it'll be. So far, they've announced Post Malone, obviously, Katy Perry, uh, and jay Balvin will all be doing what uh, a, a Pokemon track. And, like, what, what uh, and is, there'll also be exclusive merchandise celebrating each artist what, and Pokemon. What does as well. it have
0: to do with Pokemon? That's the
2: thing that I don't, I don't know, right. Like, like
0: Pikachu comes in every now and then in the game, and then like, uh, like a whole bunch of different Pokemon, and I'm like. What, 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 how does this connect? Like, I don't understand this. I mean, I,
1: I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I have to say that th- this comes from Fortnite because they had, they had Marshmallow do concerts in Fortnite. Those, they had the those Travis were pretty Scott,
2: cool.
1: <laughs> they had the Travis Scott concert. Yeah. That, I, I watched it on YouTube because I would never touch Fortnite in a million years. Fortnite's
2: so good, man. <laughs> oh,
0: get out of here. Your wait, band. wait till you get to Population One, Derek. Anyway, keep going.
1: and um that blew my mind that like watching someone like float around in space with a giant travis scott like that just yeah that this it's so it's so weird it's so weird (laughs) like but but we have people that pay big money to go see a hatsune miku concert. So, I mean, who are we who who, who I mean, who am
0: I to complain <laughs> about the kids these days? Well, I mean, it is cool because, you know, it's socially distanced. You could actually be in the game. It's almost like you're at the concert. Like that was the cool thing about the Star Wars event and like getting to see uh, a random scene from the new movie that was like, uh, okay, uh I feel like I've seen this in trailers before, but um yeah, it, it was cool to actually be there and feel like you're kind of like at a concert. Um, but at the same time, Pokemon po- <laughs> is because they both start with peas. Like what, what is this?
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But you know, what, what, when are, when are we going to talk about pre Malone? We've been talking about post
0: Malone. <laughs> there's got, that's a, there's gotta be a pre Malone. There's gotta be a Malone, <laughs> maybe an interstitial Malone. Um, uh, not really sure. Man, we
1: we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for a comedy today. Um, hey, <laughs> that's why you brought the on KDL KDL Sassy <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Katie.
0: Um, Perfect impression.
2: Uh, yeah. Should we? Should we like talk about some like actual video games? Oh, yeah, sure. like yes, that we've I, been playing I, lately. I,
0: well, no, I gotta, I have
1: to Bogart something. uh The Six Days in Fallujah game is. <laughs> actually coming out do not laugh i okay (laughs) i saw
0: that trailer and i was like what is this a documentary or a game
1: so so years ago it was like 2006 or 7 konami was going to release this game called six days in fallujah
2: like it was like an original xbox game wasn't it
1: um i don't i don't recall i don't i don't i don't recall they were just releasing the game and it was konami doing it and they were going to they had um soldiers that were in Fallujah during, during the war. And, um, it was, you know, a real series of battles that happened. And there was this huge outcry from all these, you know, you know, pro clutching jabronis that were like, Oh, this is, this is, this is um, insensitive to our troops and blah, blah, blah. But they had soldiers that were like, um, providing input on the game and there was going to be interviews and it was, it was a big deal at the time because it was going to be uh, on the newer consoles and um, it was going to show like, you know, this was before stuff like Spec Ops The Line or like, um, you know, the, the real life Call of Duty games where they, uh, real life Call of Duty, where the, the, they showed like real life events where it was, you know, serious that... Um, um, you know, war is war is you know dirty, and you know st- you know stuff happens. And there was this talk about white phosphorus being used. It was, it was, it was a real, um, uh, it
2: was a real it's the worst kill streak though.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, it was, it got poo pooed and it got cut down. And Konami was just like, eh, "We're done, we're done, and we just uh, nixed it." Um, but this company, I got to get their, I got to get their name to give them props, is releasing the game. Uh, and it looks a little like it looks a little, um, it looks a little um, dated. It looks it looks a little janky, but there they've got soldiers that were there that are going to be like doing interviews and providing input. But it, um, I am so stoked. I've talked about this game numerous times on the on the podcast uh, in the past.
0: What what is it um, about but, this game that like yeah. really speaks to
1: you? Um, because it um. Well, first of all, one that it was, uh, man, why does it speak to me? Um, to, see, to see a, you had all these like World War II games, uh, you know, and then there in the, the Vietnam games about events that happened before I was alive. But to see, to be able to like mm. play and document something that I remember happening, it was, it sounded, it was just appealing to me for some reason and obviously if the the pro- cu- clutching jabronis didn't didn't want me to see it, then I had to see it even more um it just it <laughs> it's it, it sounded cool um it would be like it it, it also like um uh pulled the same nerve as like the movie Black Hawk down because mm. it was um it, very recent and to see something that wasn't necessarily like an, an easy um uh cut and dry victory for um "Quote unquote people on our side," Um, so and it was also weird that Konami had started it. Seems like a really weird, like, really like, hey, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, a Japanese game developer is gonna talk about um, a U.S. coalition battle that was kind of just a big flop and a big failure. You know, there was and there was, you know, there was there was uh, civilians that ended up dying in like the crossfire. A lot of U.S. soldiers died, and this was. Really early on in a big push um, uh, into the area, so it was just kind of a big, you know, big foo bar. So <laughs> yeah, it, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm stoked that Dictura Games is gonna release it, and I'm uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. So that's it. That's all. When- that's, that's all the <laughs> g- the gamer news that I'm uh, that and the the Nintendo rumors, but that. Um, when I saw that pop up i I lost it
0: yeah that's interesting how um when is it supposed to come out uh that is a good question. It
1: is currently like in development right now, okay. so there's no there's no like official release date that I am aware of um so it's it's being developed so check out um uh Victoria games and six days in Fallujah which. Yeah, there's and there's a good there's a good little documentary, a good 13 minute documentary by a, a YouTube channel called Gamers, um, but it's spelled with a, a V instead of an a name, and they kind of give you a, a quick recap that is probably way more coherent than what I was able to to spout off. But it's uh, um, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to finally get to play this. I'm probably gonna hype it up. It's probably gonna be garbage, <laughs> but I think the importance of you know get like telling the truth because there was a lot of misinformation about like you know, U S soldiers being baby killers and and all that stuff. Mm. So
2: Uh, it's like, it's interesting to see something like that resurrected. I I don't know too, too much about it. Does the, like aside from obviously the story, which is a true story, are they taking elements from what had been developed previously? Or is this like, like a new game based on the same events?
1: As, as far as I can tell, they, there wasn't anything developed yet by Konami um, there was some screenshots and there was some. I don't, I don't even think there was a trailer. Um, it was in very like early like alpha stage. So I don't know if they were given access to any of that old tech, um, but they're obviously given the IP and. That's a good question. That's a very good question. Was I had
2: read. I I had read that the original developer. I can't remember who what their name was, but uh, they went like it got put on hold very quickly, and then they went bankrupt in like twenty sixteen or something. So,
0: oof,
1: yeah. So it's it's just it's it's it might be a Duke Nukem forever, but I think getting to play it is gonna. I mean, that
2: game turned out great, right?
1: I mean, I I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's enough on that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, en- that's enough on that. That's that that and that and them's the facts. But I'm I'm stoked for that. It um it it came along. Um, there was another. It came in the time where there was some, a good series of like squad based, um, uh, like third third person action
2: games. There was a en- full spectrum warrior. <sighs> full spectrum stuff. warrior. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it was. It just hit at the right time for me, and never getting a chance to see it. It would be like it'd be like PT or Silent Hills coming out in like 10 years kind of thing.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm still dreaming. I know. I know that every like th- every like three days on like the PlayStation 5 subreddit or somewhere. It's like, oh, so here's a new this 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 pe- these people have leaked that Silent Hill like five or whatever the next game is or a reboot or whatnot. It always changes is in development and it will be announced on this day that's tomorrow and then that day always comes and goes and there's never anything and I still believe it every time every time I'm like I, I have excited been, they've bullshitted us so many times that this time it's got to be real and then it never is
0: I know I it, I just I have such fun memories of playing that game at friends houses just the playable trailer and just getting freaked the hell out when I had to like speak into my controller <laughs> I was like what how does it know <laughs> um yeah and then the reveal at the end spoilers uh the reveal at the end of Norman Reedus I was just like what
2: totally yeah when I've like I've loved that series like since like Silent Hill 2 is like one of my favorite games of all time and it like like I think it you know I played it early on in my life and I think it shaped a lot of what I look for in games which is part of why I was like I was so excited for the medium to come out because it seemed uh like such an homage to older Silent Hill games and obviously getting the original uh, composer for those games as well but um you know just to to have lived through that series and and just like that that series getting better and better and then very quickly just turning into utter shit mm. and still being like <laughs> it's it's gonna be this one's gonna be good this one's gonna be good, and then just being disappointed so many times and this was gonna be the one this was gonna be the the one that turned it around is silent obviously-
1: silent hill your abusive ex
2: uh, I mean, the later one. It, it was good at first. Is
0: Silent Hill your Kingdom Hearts? Or... I don't no? know. No, Did you guys not play that game? I...
2: I played a bit of Kingdom Hearts 3, but I fell out of it pretty quickly for whatever reason.
0: Kingdom Hearts 3? Because it's Kingdom Hearts 3. It was not a great game. Um, the first two, like, they're confusing as hell, and, like, they're... Cool and what they're trying to accomplish, but they're they're messy. Um, but they were so much fun, and that's a nostalgia piece. I had been waiting for thirteen years for that stinking game to come out, and then I took uh, it thirteen years, thirteen years to get to three. They couldn't. They're much like Valve. They could not count to three because uh, they did like two point five and redo and remix every and number in between. Yeah, every and number was, like, in between.
1: Wasn't there like three six five divided by two or something? It was,
0: there was just so much math going on to not make it to three
2: yeah i remember josh jackson explaining all of this once and there was a reason for all of the weird numbers was it though
0: i mean i mean josh Josh
2: jackson and santa (laughs) pretty confident that there was okay
0: well i'm i'm sure there i'm sure there was uh i i when i got to the game i ended up finally playing it but like playstation 2 they released um the game that was like the in between two and three or one and two, I can't remember, but it was like the card game, and I just, I am not good at strategy games. I'm terrible at it. I don't think ahead. I'm a total Leroy Jenkins. I just want to go in and bust some ass. <laughs> like, I, <laughs>
1: that, was, that was a weird. That was a weird analogy. I'm, I'm a total Leroy Jenkins. Yeah,
0: because I just Leroy Jenkins all the way through, and like I always die. I'm like, can you revive me? Um, I'm that annoying brute that dies often. Um, yeah, so. I just I couldn't stand the, like, I had to, like, choose these cards and put them in a certain order to, like, plan out my moves for whatever boss I was fighting. And I like that. Um, and I just thought it was weird that they changed the gameplay between all the, the half games or the quarter games or whatever we were doing. They,
1: um, um, they're releasing the Kingdom Hearts games on PC, on Steam. Interesting. And, uh, and everybody's pissed that they're uh, full retail.
2: Of course what they what you, are. Yeah, what it's you, not like a bundle. Like, is it a package or is it each game is separate at uh, full retail? Like fifty bucks for Kingdom Hearts One for the
0: yeah. price that when it came out. So 60, yeah. 60. So yeah. Uh, yeah, full
1: full retail for the the three main games. That's
0: that's that's pretty bonkers. Crazy. That's pretty, especially for Steam. <laughs> yeah, you'd think there'd be some kind of discount on that, but interesting. I, I'll be interested to see how long that that lasts before it's on steam sale um because i do for sure uh, that third game was just garbage <laughs> yeah
1: do well, you know what's not bonkers tell me our fine friends matt kelly <laughs> and the other guy <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> we have we well, have we ha- we have a commercial
2: Or
1: perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing
2: work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can contact us at info at podcasting.com for more information.
1: We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. Apparently we have a head of content at at Geekscape, Matt Kelly, but... um, Self-proclaimed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, that's a... um, I like what the, what they're doing. It's a it's a great service, a great idea, and I'm sure it will go well. And I and Matt, uh just spell my name right on the check. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, and and Matt and all those guys, they really do know podcasting really well. They're very versed in it and have done several events, including the one that we all pretty much hung out on for that Christmas event for
2: that which was so much fun. Yeah, that was, yeah, that, was that was yeah um let's uh, that was the catalyst that made shane want to get back into this for real Oh, yeah. that's
0: so cool yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah. we no. had talked
2: about it previously but that was like the we did it and it was so much fun let's like, actually get the ball rolling i think
1: for sure for sure yeah, yeah I, I agree but um uh, what do you say we've uh any other like must speaking of
2: balls rolling let's roll into the games we've been playing this all right week. is there
1: any other news we want to chit chat about that's got you got you going i
2: mean generally the news comes after we talk about the games we've been playing. This is so so
1: well organized. Generally, generally. I mean, if we look
2: at the document, we've done two episodes. I mean, Matt Kelly's going to have a lot of notes. We've done 179 episodes. So
0: there you go. We're coming up on 200 guys.
2: And I've been waiting like a week (laughs) to talk to you about Uncharted 4, which I finished since the last episode started. Let's
1: let's talk about Uncharted 4, Derek Kranevelt.
2: It was the best one. You can go fuck off.
1: You can fuck right (laughs) off.
0: What, what do you think and the best one is, Shane? He didn't play any of the other ones.
2: He just played Uncharted 4, oh, and then he talked about how shitty it was and how things didn't make sense on a podcast for an hour, <laughs> and when he didn't have any attachment to these characters he had never met. Oh, man. It was fucking ridiculous to hear you talk about that. You, Kino, have to you say. didn't
0: suffer through all that, of the... Do you the hear no-
2: passionately I'm talking yes, right now? This I, is the most <laughs> energy I've put into anything, anything ever.
0: <laughs> You've awakened the Canadian... <laughs>
2: it was also like the game came out five years ago i'm not too worried about spoiling it for you you know if you haven't played uncharted 4 and have any inkling to play the series jump ahead five minutes seven minutes i don't know 10 minutes uh for whatever reason this entire and it never got spoiled for me for whatever reason the entire time like like the entire five years it's been i had the impression that katie do you care about spoilers no
0: i don't go ahead
2: okay uh, or have you played uncharted 4
0: i have played all three not four so i'm very interested
2: okay. in what's happening okay but you're not worried about spoilers
0: nah i don't care I, i'll okay. probably so, play it eventually
2: okay it's worth it uh and just don't ask shane about it <laughs> <laughs> i've, I've <laughs> yeah, often uh, kind
0: of adhered to the the philosophy that like if it's been like a couple years there's, spoiler, a, there's, a, there's a moratorium on, spoilers. Limitations yeah, there's a, on yeah, yeah, yeah oh for sure
2: um, so for this entire five year period, for whatever reason, I had it in my head that Nathan Drake 100 percent dies in this game. And I don't know why I thought that you know, title's a thief's end, he's been stealing stuff he, you know, end is obviously a very could be a very taken very literally in terms of uh he's not gonna exist anymore after this. So the game as the game's going on and on and I'm approaching the end, I'm like, when is he gonna die here's this is where it happens this is where he dies and then you know in this game you he he is reunited with his thought to be dead brother and they end up going on this kind of grand adventure together um some a lot of shit happens along the way maybe one too many maps i will agree with you on that one shane Uh, (laughs) it's always it's always that oh no it's actually over here right and uh you know, is it, it more maybe one, Open
0: world on or that. is it? Still? No,
2: it's not. There are open sections which I thought were really quite cool. Okay, um, I was going to say because everything also, was I, on
0: the rails with that game.
2: Yeah, it's it's still very linear, um, but it's it's there are some less linear sections as well. <laughs> the French
0: version linear, linear. Um, <laughs>
2: okay, cool. Uh, now I lost. My I'm connection. so sorry.
0: <laughs> I um, had to lean in on that because I heard it too. Um, it's kind of like yeah, the veneers like... of linear.
2: <laughs> so I th- I think I'm approaching the end. Nathan Drake has to die at some point soon. Um and then He's already dead. <laughs> it turns out they were dead. He's been long. dead for 40 years but then and then there so you end up on this pirate ship which is basically been this thing that you've been searching for the entire game Shane you complained about a new like this this final boss fight against Rafe who is like an ex-friend slash co-adventurer turned like just rich douchebag that uh looks kind of like Jake Gyllenhaal yeah I Um, I thought
1: it was I thought it was
2: it doesn't it look so much like Jake Gyllenhaal yeah yeah. Um. So you're on this pirate ship, which is burning up. It's collapsing. You've been locked in this room. It's a naughty dog game. You... There's
0: 7000 bad guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, in this in this instant, it's it's just the two of you. And and it is like this poetic ending in that, like the story has re- as you learn about this, like pirate society that's kind of come up and had a civil war. And these, la- you know, the last people that were left kind of were these like two pirates that decided to start this thing who then killed each other in the end in this ship and now you finish the game by fighting with the swords they used to kill each other and it's the most poetic thing and shane is is on this podcast
1: is that what happened it was their swords did you start the game shane
2: Shane is on this podcast five years ago complaining (laughs) that they introduced a new combat mechanic (laughs) at the end of the game when would it have made sense to have a sword fight prior to this
1: don't don't bring a sword fight into fourth and goal don't
2: they didn't it. have any guns the guns were taken away from them what what were they gonna fight with i don't know fists why wouldn't you grab a <laughs> slappers, only. There's, slappers there's, only there's there's Slapper. a sword right in front of me but i'm gonna punch you instead like <laughs> doesn't make any sense uh,
1: like a 200 year old rusted saber I, I i no and you know what i played that game i took notes i did not get the, any of that poetry i
2: none Can, of that then, poetry and then you so you guys are talking in this whole pocket i'm not even talking about the game i'm just talking about how angry that your, your grievances made me. you're talking about how well and this this is actually a moment it took me uh, it took me a moment to get as well and then michaela was like obviously this is the reason and i was like oh shit that makes a lot of sense um like you talk about like sam for instance had uh betrayed sort of betrayed nathan um, who had also betrayed Elena? <laughs> which, one's uh, Sam, both... I, which one's Sam?
1: Which one's Sam against?
2: Sam is his brother. Okay. Because um, it's been five both...
1: years since I have played this game
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: had that rant. <laughs> in both, uh, in both instances, like y- you guys complained about the fact that it just seemed like they just forgave them right away. Um, you know, they had been wronged. It seemed like it didn't matter. or It wasn't really brought up again. In Al- in the instance with Elena, they brought it up quite often. There was very clearly a rift between them. Uh, for the rest of the game which kind of she spends with you but also Michaela was like well in both cases like Sam nearly almost like was very close to death in fact I was like oh shit it's not Nathan that dies it's actually Sam there's no way Sam gets out of this situation which he then did Michaela was like right away she's like well they just almost died and that changed the perspective that the uh, the characters had and I was like fucking obviously (laughs) anyways it's got a happy ending that I and I was just like I loved it. I was blown away. Like, That's cool. like I just like, cause I really liked the character and I like, liked the development that him and Elena got in this new game. Uh, not in this new game. It's a five year old game now. Um, <laughs> you know, I was confused at the newness because how does this game still look so freaking beautiful as it's this old, like it looks better than games that are coming out today. Um, really? Okay. It's yeah, it's freaking gorgeous. It um, and for
1: the, for the, for the record, this wasn't just me, having these complaints josh jackson also had very similar complaints so it's not just me being a weirdo okay
2: and i mean like at the end of the day video games are a different experience for everyone it's true and i got a different experience out of it than you did i really really enjoyed it but um and i would not hesitate to if you enjoyed any of the other games uh katie i would not hesitate to jump into this because i will
0: say that i i got really frustrated with some like i played the first one but i played it on playstation 4 because i got the like uh remastered yeah yeah. i was like what the hell is this (laughs) this is
2: (laughs) i i had just finished uncharted 2 Uh, because i like last of us and last of us 2 are like my, they're fantastic like, top, which is something that i want to come
0: back to in just a second but finish your thought
2: yeah yeah like top top games and so i was like why haven't i played the rest of the uncharted series mm. i'd only played number one so i played number two i i intended to play them all i played number two it got kind of very i was like i'm kind of bored of all this shooting and there's like not a lot too much development going on so i skipped three because i read read a bunch and it was like yeah there's kind of more shooting in three than than there was in two so i skipped Mm -hmm. it and then number four like the pacing i felt was like so much better like you're like five or six hours in before you're really getting into these big battles and they spend so much more time on the characters that if you're interested in the characters at all i feel like you get so much more context around why they do the things they do and everything like that in this
0: game yeah
1: well well i'll replay it and we'll have another bonus episode (laughs) there you go revisit the game i mean
0: (laughs) shane you seem like you're in a different place in life too so like do you think maybe your perspective has changed since then uh (laughs)
1: uh, on the game or on life just i mean (laughs) on
0: life because i mean where we're at in life we're gonna have a different like perspective on a game like there's different games that i find very comforting um even though i would never like play them on the regular like there's um Oh shit! There's a oh shit! what, what is it? It's seven, uh, not Bioshock. What am I talking about? Biohazard, uh, the game Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Thank you. <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> what you got there? You yeah, got there. I was there. like, oh, not Bioshock, Biohazard. Okay, I was like going backwards on that title, but yeah, um. I would, I don't play horror games. They just, they freak me the hell out. But that game reminds me of being at Machinima and they put me through this gauntlet in VR of all these horror games just to get me to scream on camera and which I did often and probably blew my vocal cords out a couple times. But like, but because like when Machinima went under and died, I like i had a playstation 4 with a vr headset and i played that game and it just like it always brought me back to hanging out with all the guys and playing vr and like being a part of that company culture so like i don't know i feel like you can approach different games at different times of your life and have a different feeling towards them
1: if if that's if that's the case, this game is going to make me remember being an alcoholic oh, okay. and bring bring, <laughs> bring bring me back to that place. I I I didn't like it. I okay. did not like it. Uh, hey Derek, what difficulty were you playing on? Just normal. Nice. Just normal. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I, I was playing it on the hardest one. Um, and you mentioned like that open world area like where you're driving that car around in the, oh that, i love that i love that was fu- that fucking sucked <laughs>
2: <laughs> no because you're just like driving it looks gorgeous and you're driving around and the characters are talking i i'm all about the talking and there was a lot of that in that Did section you, like and just then stand like, by a that, group of like people, when you
0: and then like listen to the <laughs> yeah. talk or something
2: yeah well it's like because you have there's all there there's other people in like the jeep with you and so it's like they're conversing about what they've been through and and all this sort of stuff but then you you know the jeep gets stuck and you got to get out and like go pull this winch and like actually wrap it around the tree and like i don't know it was just like this I, and i think that it i think that this section came after like maybe the first big chunk of like fighting and and uh um like a like a huge rising action in the story and so to it was just kind of like a cooling off period after that which i think it really needed um, based on how kind of intense the previous scene was yeah but then there was Um, all
1: these like different like arenas you would get in to fight pirates that just showed up that had bionic cyber vision that could spot you a mile away (laughs) like that that whole area seemed so
2: tedious to me you're
0: also playing on the hardest setting so yeah they're gonna be pretty damn accurate
2: (laughs) you you (laughs) played yourself
0: yeah yeah you can always Uh, change
1: but but, difficulty. let's back up (laughs) let's back up to derek trying to justify a a new gameplay mechanic at fourth and goal (laughs) at the very end the end boss hey here's a sword fighting mechanic where you are you have to parry and do all these other it's moves. like two
2: buttons you put yeah. there's there's two there's, there's sorry like there's three and, buttons there's am i there's there's swing your sword there's block left and there's block right that's all you gotta worry about
1: yeah and it didn't work for me i i l- l- literally oh <laughs> spent an hour on that end boss play it on played on the hardest difficulty and 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 tell me that,
0: that i mean you, i don't you do really want to play Any, on the hardest that's the thing i'm like naughty dog games alone are pretty tough in my mind because like they're just relentless with the violence and the and the bad guys and the minions and I'm like oh my especially god especially jack Two. oh there you go <laughs> yep <laughs> is that,
2: wait
1: is that the one where he goes all
0: like like
1: like
2: hardcore I think that's the like, one where he goes yeah i think so i don't uh, know Remember, honestly,
1: <laughs> I, I, I I just I, I didn't like it then. I probably won't like it now. Okay, all right.
2: You should play it on normal difficulty and see if it's a different experience. Oh, that's yeah. that's the thing.
1: Know. And I also I I uh, sorry to cut you off. Um, okay. I also thought the whole like flashback, like sneaking around in that that old dude's house where you're like robbing him as a kid. That sucked. That was boring.
2: No, because that gives you so much context into, like, their brotherhood and, and like, w- how they found out about Francis Avery in the first place. Shane, did you, I mean, did
0: the- you play any of the Last of Us series? No. <laughs> okay, I'm getting, okay. It feels like your reaction to Uncharted 4 feels very similar to a lot of people's reaction to Last of Us 2. Um, because they go... Gl- no, okay, hold on, okay. hold on. No, are you... Are you, are you- I'm prepared for like, this. <laughs> I feel
1: like Are a you? lot of people's neg- negative reaction for Last of Us Two was a lot of like oh, yeah. gamer p- politics bullshit. Right
0: there, there was that, but I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what you're experiencing. I'm, I'm seeing a lot okay. of people it, because. Sorry if that came off as aggressive. No, you're fine. You just got defensive. It's okay, white man. It's okay. Um, Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! It's all right. Wow. Cucking McCuck. cuck. The cuck. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, I did, no, the- Putting him in it, his place. <laughs> I didn't realize- Sorry. Man, you've been
2: hanging out with Jonathan
1: too long.
0: No, I've just been hanging out with comedians too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also getting defensive of, on the mic as well. But anyway, what I was trying to say is that there is this big um, – uh, focus on flashbacks or seeing a different perspective or seeing a character through someone else's eyes or seeing a situation through a different perspective. And a lot of people didn't like that is what I'm saying. That this comparison is uh, because it, it just got like too in the weeds and in your head. But I loved that. For the,
2: yeah. I was going to say for the record, that was like one of the best.
0: parts. It was, it was, but there was a lot of complaints. Because it changed about
2: that. everything. It changed so yes. much.
0: Yeah. I didn't want to kill Either of them, and uh, if you know what I'm talking about, and like I died so many times because I was like, I don't know who to side with. I really don't. Totally, yeah. See, see I the story I like, mechanic versus a playing mechanic. I I like I like that in
1: in storytelling. Like one of my favorite games of all time is the uh, Bioshock Infinite series. Oh yeah. Um, oh, Bioshock Infinite
2: mean, was phenomenal. Great.
1: Yeah, and there's there's a lot of you know perspective changes in that game. So I wouldn't necessarily say that. You know, I'm defending something I said from five years ago. <laughs> um, but uh, what is this, Twitter? Oh, my God. Um,
2: Podcasts are forever, Shane. <laughs> Always. Yeah,
1: <absolutely. laughs> Especially this one. <laughs> um, but uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I just didn't <laughs> like it. I, I watched my friend play The Last of Us 2, and it, it seemed... Seemed boring. Whoa. I, I, I you have I mean,
0: no idea the emotional fucking threat you go through. I what? like hey, I, I cried I, need... I cried
1: at the The Walking Dead
2: season one.
0: Okay, yeah, that's fine, so... Shane, but this is this is an emotional <laughs> roller coaster that is unparalleled to just It
2: is it is unpar- like she's not exaggerating at all.
0: It, the the emotions that you like I had to stop gaming for a couple days afterwards because I was just like so emotionally wrought like (laughs) did
2: it kind of like ruin like for a period afterwards i tried to play other, and nothing felt nearly as good yes or the same like i i I got like four hours into so many games and just being like why what what's the point what's
0: the point like luckily i i was at the time starting god of war uh for the first time Mm, the the newer Mm -hmm. version of god of war um so luckily i did have that and that was such amazing storytelling as well but um yeah the I thought I knew what the game was about. And then it kind of broke me (laughs) in several different ways. That game (laughs) broke me. Um, And every time I thought it was about to end, there was something more and even more devastating. So yes, I understand enjoying Walking Dead and going through those emotional I I had to stop with Walking Dead because I was like, all right, this guy's got a bat with barbed wire on it. Let's get out of here. We, <laughs> we all know who it's gonna be. <laughs> Just do it. And then they didn't show you until the next season. So, anyway.
1: Oh, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about the Walking Dead, um uh, Telltale oh, Game. The Telltale uh, Games. <laughs> yeah, I, That's a whole I, other story. Whole yeah, other I, thing. I I cried at that okay so i, I don't I, i'm i just i didn't maybe i just don't like naughty dog games
0: you might not like naughty dog games because they do definitely have like a flavor of game yeah and it's and like crippling comprom- depressive yeah compromising to your soul <laughs> uh especially
2: jack too
1: <laughs> yeah that's uh i don't know all right derek do you have any more grievances you'd like to air with me
2: I mean that's mostly it about about uh uncharted four anyway <laughs> <laughs> what, all right
1: what other personal grievances do you have?
2: no, I'm just kidding i, I you're all right you're all right
1: <laughs> you're all right I, you're it right. doesn't
2: matter what any what doesn't matter what they say about you you're, you're <laughs> all right in my book
1: yeah that's that's what I say to you comforting
2: yeah that's why I, yeah, that's why i said it it's been a while since i've heard that so it's been
0: a while there it is yep you had to do it
2: <laughs> what
1: what else okay, tell us about outriders because you were you were like "Yo, are you guys gonna play this game I was like no what is it and you're like i don't know
2: <laughs> i mean i didn't have that much em- it was i didn't have that much emphasis you sound much more ex- i was just curious it was like hey is anyone else gonna try this demo uh so maybe, outriders, I, just, maybe
1: I just read everything you write in a very excited tone like hey i mean i didn't i didn't scary. put
2: an exclamation point on the end or anything so so um you know tone it down uh so outriders it's like this the next like they're marketing it as this like pretty big like next co-op drop in drop out looter shooter you know like like a a borderlands or an uh division or something like that um so it's interesting because it seems like they're very confident in this game which launches in full at the end of this month uh because they want, they, you know, put out a huge cross platform, cross play demo. That's like, I think there's like four or five hours of content in this demo. Like you can, um, you know, they're not calling it a beta, which is always like a lie when the game comes out in two weeks and it's too late to change anything. Yeah. Like it's just a straight up demo and you play through a good opening chunk of the game. Um, and so you are like, there's a few different classes and they all have kind of different, um, different sorts of powers. That's kind of how they try to differentiate from some of the other uh, big looter shooters is you have like, you know, there's a a kind of instigating event and you end up with um, some powers that are like the character that I chose was the class that I chose was called like a trickster. Um, And so you get these like power, the ability to kind of slow down time in a lot of cases. Um, It's, it's, it's hard to say like, it's tough because, I'm not sure why they are so... It was fun. And I, you know, my, my, I played with Michaela and we had another friend jump in with us as well. We played it for like two and a half hours and had a lot of fun. It did not feel entirely ungeneric, like the world and the way it looks and everything like that. Just felt sort of cookie cutter. The coolest part, I would say, were probably like the visuals around these powers. Um, you know, like the character, that the trickster that I played, You like one of the powers kind of puts this like big ball of energy around you and time is kind of like slowed down inside of it. And so when you're like shooting bullets into it, you can see each individual bullet and like, like slow down through it before it like hits the dudes that are inside of it. Or like one of the other powers is like this weird thing you like hit the people with and it like ages them very quickly. So they like turn into bone and like disintegrate, like kind of cool stuff like that. Um, What was, what was,
1: what was, that was a, a mechanic in an Xbox 360 game. What was what was that game? Was it? What was it? I don't recall. Oh.
2: I don't. All right, keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> um you know it's and it like i i honestly i thought the opening was a little bit rough in that it just didn't feel super interesting like you don't get a ton of context as to what's happening at the beginning um it kind of fills you in kind of later on and there's all of of course, there's like the journals and stuff you can pick up that fill you in you know the first kind of big chunk of the game like you're not allowed to sprint for some arbitrary reason and then like all of a sudden you can just sprint and then you're so much faster and it makes more sense how Um, how
0: much do you dive into like journals and like reading those like tidbit stories that don't necessarily you don't need either
2: i feel like i either read every single one or none of them at all depending on how (laughs) like interesting the game world is sure um very few games am i like like kind of i'm gonna read some of them but like um i love like you know games like bioshock and stuff like i enjoyed things like the audio journals like so much and i would seek all of that stuff out like i love that world building stuff i read a bunch of them i would say in this game um just but i think at the start, at least it was because there isn't a ton of context in the world that you're playing. I Uh, have a bad
0: habit of never reading those and not getting a lot of the backstory (laughs) of what's going on in games. (laughs) Mm. I'm like reading, this is not homework. I'm moving on to
2: the voice actors. (laughs) Well, and I, I almost wish that I I wish that more, like, for instance, like I, I always think back to the first destiny game, which had like no story in the game itself. It felt like, and, but then every, you know, there's so much stuff you can pick up and you could, you know, read it in like an a- in their app, which I always thought was really cool, because a lot of the stuff is like, I'm interested in this world and I'm interested in what's going on, but not interested enough to not play the game right now and read instead. But if I could have it on my phone and like look at it when I'm like on the train or like whatever, um, I would be much more inclined true. to do it at that point.
1: That's interesting that, that you like that, because that was like a huge complaint with a lot of like, oh, I have to go to my I have to go to the app to check this out so well, you, well and
2: i you like I, I liked it sorry i like i do i like i liked that it was there in the app but i didn't like that there was a lack of it felt like there was a lack of anything in the game itself like it really felt like it was just like tacked on to give the world some story whereas got it, got as it, when it, got it, got when, got when there is retroactively and and an, yeah 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 exactly uh, and but when you are playing in a world that does feel like it's been built up that stuff that flavor stuff is really you know it feels like icing on the cake it's a bonus like i would like the opportunity to to read more of that outside of game itself
1: got it got um
2: it. You know, it feels it felt very cross gen in terms of graphics, like some stuff looked really nice while other stuff looked pretty rough. Again, the game comes out at the end of the month. So there's like not they're not going to be changing a lot of stuff right now. Um, there's a lot of weird like rendering issues with like things like hair and capes and, and that sort of stuff. Hmm. Um, I don't what, know. It's what, tough. What's, like, what's
1: the story? Like, like what 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 is it?
2: So you got you're like an out <laughs> the game is called Outriders and you act as an outrider um, and definition you, with I, the I, definition. I, OK, right. You uh, you basically like come to this planet and you're trying to it kind of actually reminded me a lot of uh, kind of some of what's happening in Mass Effect Andromeda, which I'm also playing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically in this world where Earth is dead and you have essentially like come to this new planet um and are and it's not you know what you thought it was essentially which is the exact story from mass effect andromeda mm-hmm. to start um it like uh they the planet's called like enoch or something but you so you get oh, to this planet
1: okay uh yeah, you, you get know to what this the, planet do you know what the, the book of enoch is mm, no okay never mind
2: yeah um so you you get here everything looks fine it looks like it's gonna work out um but then there's this like massive energy storm which they call the anomaly um and it happens when they're looking for this like weird signal on the planet um and basically it like kills a lot of people but it also like the people that are left over it like gives them like superpowers um and that's how your character gets your powers and then it kind of like it's kind of neat because it jumps forward like a bunch of time um and to the point where like some of the people that you landed with are like much old. you get put like into like cryo basically because you're going to die otherwise and then you wake up like 30 years later or something and some of the people that you like landed with are much older and there's like a war going on on the planet and you're just kind of thrown into the middle of it type thing um so it's like once once it kind of picks up it's kind of like an interesting premise but i felt like it took too long to get there um it's i don't know like i i played it one two and a half hour session and i would like to jump back into it because i don't know how i feel about the game yet Mm -hmm. um and which is i think the perfect the perfect situation for them to have released this demo because you can take a bunch of time with it you can try each of the classes because they did description wise they feel it sounds like they probably play vastly different from each other um you know like there's basically one's focused on like a long range, one's focused on a mid range and one with a trickster is focused on more of like a short range. Um, sorry, there's four classes actually. I can't remember what the fourth is. Is uh,
1: there, um, so, um, Enoch, um, is some, some stuff from the Dead Sea Scrolls and it's like early, early, like pre Bible stuff. Uh, is there mm, a lot okay. of, is there a lot of religious imagery imagery in the game?
2: I don't think, I can't really recall any at that point. Um, uh, so I don't think so. I'm not sure why, where that kind of name name came from. Even just jumping, like, I, I think it's re- like, they're really trying to, uh, you know, it's being published by Square Enix. Obviously they tried to do the whole games as a service thing with uh, Avengers. And it seems like that hasn't gone overly well so far. Mm, um, it say. seems like this is <laughs> the next, this is pro- like, I, I mean, it would have been in development largely at the same time, but it seems like this is kind of uh, the next, iteration of that although the developer has said that it's not and it is kind of a game that people can start and finish it kind of has this cool mechanic like one thing that i always that always bugged me with games like um Borderlands and stuff like that is like unless like i've seen i played the beginning of Borderlands like 10 times and like never made it past x amount of hours okay. because if somebody is like if you don't play it with the same group like if somebody is like way leveled up Either like you're, it always feels like you're in their game, like and they're carrying you, or um, they're in your game and they can just kill everything super easily. So this game actually, it, I didn't have to use it, but there's kind of like a timeline shift thing where you can like shift back and forth to like different points of the story, um, and like then play it with people type thing. Interesting. Um, like without being like super overpowered or anything like that. My the one thing I'm kind of really worried about is like I. It always bugs me when it's like. There's not that much content, but it's like, you know, they want you to like play the same mission 400 times just to get a piece of gear or whatever. Sure. Um, And a lot of people eat that up, but it's just not, it's not for me, but it doesn't make me want to replay it yeah yeah uh in the handful of missions that there are in uh the demo there's like something like 15 different difficulty levels you can play it at which feels like a lot like that and it's of course each one like gives you a different tier of um of unlock or of cosmetic or chance at whatever um and it just feels like that's so many that's so many levels that it feels like how many missions are there actually like i want to play them once or like maybe twice or like you know maybe it'll depend on who jumps into this game but are you having so many because there actually isn't that much content and you just want us to play a freaking mission 15 times or what (laughs) um yeah i don't know it's it was cool i liked the world i think it needs some more polish um And I I mean, the best part is that you can try it for free. Uh, And they have said any progress that you make in the game aside or sorry, in the demo, aside from, I think the currency you collect, there's like a limit to how much you can have. But I think anything that you do here just transitions over to the full game once it launches too. So if you do like the demo, decide that you do want to pick it up. It's not like you've wasted this time uh, playing, you know, the demo for five hours. Like you do get to transfer that stuff over and it's free across, you know, it's on PlayStation five, PlayStation four. Uh, Xbox Series, uh, Xbox One, and it's on PC as well, and everyone can play together, which is kind of neat. Are
1: you are you gonna are you gonna uh, if I get it on PC, will you play with me?
2: I would, uh, yeah, definitely. Nice.
1: Okay. All right. You
2: yeah. know, we went like a hundred years on <laughs> Geekscape games without ever playing a game together, and I, I would like I to. Uh, don't think I've would I would like ever turn played that around. With
1: you. I've never. Played uh we a game played.
2: With you. No, we played the same game and talked about it. I don't know if we've ever played a game together.
1: Yeah, but I, yeah, I would like to. Which play. seems crazy.
2: Let's play Sea of Thieves. <laughs>
1: Do it. Is that? Is, I, that's I on started that Xbox Game Pass. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. That's how I got. I it. I started.
2: Too. Yeah, I started. I, I played it again recently. I'm sorry. I'm I'm ruling this entire what games we've been playing section. All good. Uh, they you they had, have like you this had grievances to air. So so five year old
0: grievances, man.
2: 5 yep. I <laughs> I've been holding on for so long. <laughs> um, I mean, they they weren't five. They're new grievances because I just found out about it. <laughs> oh, but, got it, got You it. know, Shane was wrong five years ago. That you know, <laughs> was no. what we wanted to get no. out of that whole thing. Um, Sea of Thieves has changed a lot. Uh, you know, we we picked up a second Xbox um a few weeks ago with the goal of Michael and I being able to play more games together and not being limited to just like split screen stuff. Um, and one of the things we jumped into with a couple of friends uh the other night was uh, a round of Sea of Thieves, and it's like there's so much stuff now, like you can fish and there's like a whole nother like group of, of people that you can like bring things to, to sell to them. But they've also added like, it's now sea of thieves season one. And so they kind of have like, uh, they had, they have like tiers and you get, you unlock cosmetics and content each tier, Um, you don't actually, there is like a thing you can purchase, but it just gives you like extra stuff at certain levels. It's not like if you're on the free tier, like, oh, I can have level one and I can have level 10, like where it just gives you something every like 10 levels you go up. Like a lot of the battle pass things do like you actually earn stuff each level, but if you have the. I can't, it's called like the Voyager's pass or something like that. You get extra stuff at certain points, but it's felt, it felt like you were getting constant progress and like it was feeding you constant, uh, constant unlocks, even if you haven't paid for anything. But, um, One of the things I know a lot of people struggled with at the beginning is it just kind of like throws you into the game and like doesn't offer really much context or training or anything like that. Um, This season stuff, there's like actually like they're kind of like little mini missions like go and like throw up in your bucket or like hit another ship with your cannonball like these little tasks that you can do that give you experience and it kind of felt. Excuse me, I cut the hiccups. Um, It kind of felt like for a player who was just jumping in, it gives you these little like pieces of progress that you can do that kind of really teach you the mechanics of the game as well. So I really like that they've added that not only because uh, you know it's cool to have new cosmetics or whatever but um also because i think it must be easier to jump into if you're a new player now and that game is just as beautiful today as when it launched It's so freaking it's just so pretty to just be like sailing around and you know playing the sea shanties and stuff like that so
1: all right i'm i'm gonna download it Xbox i would, game I would be it.
2: stoked to play cfds with yeah. you
1: absolutely absolutely okay abso, abso, and michaela
2: can play too which we've got uh, we've got headsets for both of us we've got two xboxes right. wow Yo, fancy.
1: hell hell yeah now me and michaela can make fun of you and sea of thieves. thieves right yeah
2: she's right.
1: pretty good at it yeah uh, all right katie as the newcomer, <laughs> as, as uh the, the newcomer tell us about the games you've been playing
0: uh well I I briefly mentioned it earlier but uh Population 1 is one of my go-to games right now uh in VR it's basically Fortnite in VR uh and it's
2: And you've been playing for a while, right?
0: I ha- I was playing in the beta days because uh Machinima got me into the beta test and it, it was funny because I remember in the lobby so there's basically a similar like building mechanic uh, like in Fortnite But you just you have these materials, and you can climb up. And every time everybody loads into basically the loading area before the match, they either like grab a gun or they start uh, building. And it was funny because my producer at the time was like, "It's amazing because you can hear the laughter in the lobby echoing throughout." (laughs) And (laughs) I I was, and he's like, "I've not really heard that like in a while, you know." And like, it, it was true. Like, I mean course it was beta days people were a little bit kinder there um you know it was still it went full fully out to the public and actually um became monetized but yeah no it was it was fun like playing and like you can there's a really cool element that you can watch the rest of the game, but you have this sort of like floating ghost where you can, you can go see what's happening live right now, anywhere on the map. Oh, no way. Yeah. And you kind of ghost float anywhere you go. It takes a little time. Ghost float. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially what it is. It's like, again, this is not a game for anybody new to VR who doesn't have their VR legs or anything like that, because you basically squirrel suit out of a pod and drop like hundreds of feet. So it's like not necessarily for everybody who might get a little bit motion sickness, which uh check out my fandom article on VR motion sickness that will be coming up probably by the time this, this airs.
1: This game, I've seen this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This game actually like was one of the ones From big that, box uh, VR. Yeah, this is something that I, I wish I had a uh what do you call it? What's the Quest? Thing yeah, yeah a headset a headset. <laughs> a headset hmd it, it remind it reminds me do you remember um the Culling? uh
0: no that it I means sounds... i remember the title yeah, and that's about th- it. yeah it was like it was
1: it was like the first battle royale game of like this generation it's what it was before um before standout PUBG, but yeah it was like the first first one and this looks like the Culling. oh okay so. My,
0: I mean, I don't know what the calling was made by, um, but it's Big Box VR. I don't know. Maybe they came from some of their development team or something, but it's a great game. And they honestly, they waited too long to release it, in my opinion. But it's on almost every VR headset. It's on, I know it's on Oculus it's Quest. It's on cross-platform too, right? Yeah, and it's cross-platform, which is amazing, especially for VR, um, because usually there's not a lot of space for that kind of stuff happening. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, but it's that's great. you know that looks dope. Yeah, this it's yeah. a
0: lot of fun. Um, and you, basically, I mean, with any like if you had like stand out or um, I forget what the it was like war or something war dust standout war dust it's basically the same thing where you have to actually load your gun you have to actually cock your gun um and if if you run out of ammo like you got to drop the clip it's all it's all hand motions that you have to do and it makes the experience just so much more fun um and i i guess cartoonishly violent too (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah but yeah that's i've i've been jamming out on that and then if i don't want to put um basically a tv screen onto my eyeballs uh i like to do um animal crossing i'm not gonna lie i'm
2: Hell really yeah. I, dude Wh-
0: i just i just got it for christmas and i haven't stopped playing <laughs> oh you're behind i'm very behind what
2: i know <laughs> can i ask what keeps you guys invested in animal crossing because i know when did when did it launch like last march or april or whatever yeah like and perfect michaela time was up. like super into it yes. for like 3 weeks, 4 maybe maybe a month and then never touched it again. It's
0: it's not quite like Farmville time sensitive type some stuff is, so it's not always that. It it's kind of the discovery of it. At least in my opinion, it's like what the hell's going to fall out of the tree right now or what can mm-hmm. I buy with this bell money um or like what am I growing? What am I finding? What am I discovering um I, that's what kept it in for me i was i never played any of the original games or anything like that i had always heard about it and it it made me laugh just how it looked like me's in a universe with like half people half animals but <laughs> she oh uh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's some there's some kind of addictive quality to it that mm-hmm. keeps me coming back like oh when it i haven't heard my girlfriend my
1: girlfriend absolutely loves it she absolutely loves it yeah she has she has when it looks like obviously it's adorable
2: obviously it's adorable and so well done but like i don't know like like she has put 200 plus hours into like stardew valley and is probably playing stardew valley right now and will play it like as much as she can and then this game it felt like it was going to be the next stardew for her and then it was just like like one day she plays it the next day, like never touches it again. And it's like crazy. It seems super weird.
1: They're vastly different.
0: um, Yeah. Games. Yeah. Yeah. I I I honestly would equate it more to Minecraft than anything because it's like, it's the discovery of Minecraft that like really kept me in that for a little while. And then like when you kind of reach a place of like, Oh, I think I kind of know what's going on. I, 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 then you kind of, you tend to drop off. Like it's just such a foreign world that it, The discovery, I don't know. In my mind, makes it we're like, oh, I still haven't figured out how to find cherries or something like that. I don't know. That's what keeps me coming back.
1: Yeah, no, it's just it's just a fun, fun, cute game, Derek.
0: Yeah, and it's a simple one. It's like it's not. It's very low stakes, which can be nice to just like go to bed with or wake up. I sleep with my Switch is what I'm saying, guys. Okay. <laughs> it's a very I, lonely I, pandemic.
1: <laughs> I I want to invest in um some sort of arm for my bed that I can put my Switch in and just lay in bed with my Switch in front of my face
2: and just play M. They're like now. $20, man. You should just do it.
1: Y- yeah. I, I, okay. Sorry, dude. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I didn't like Uncharted 4. Sorry, I don't have a bed mount. <laughs> Amazing. Why are you being so aggressive,
0: man? Why are you, why are you attacking Because me? <laughs> you need to be on the burner now that Derek has gone through the hazing. <laughs> Trust me. I've been thoroughly hazed
1: <laughs> by the Geekscape family, all right? That I have heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you
0: ever heard of the cock shark? Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like that yeah. might be a story for another time. It only comes out <laughs> in July. Well, yeah, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: All right, uh, me video games, me. Um, <laughs> uh, unless you're uh, no, you I more games? Yeah, no, I am. Yeah,
0: I mean, okay. <laughs> Hades is always. That's a good all one.
2: that you have played. Uh, Sorry, did you say Hades?
0: Yeah, Hades, Hades on the Switch or or on PC. Um, and then I do like a bi-monthly Among Us uh, group. <laughs> so and Jackbox, and you know, you know how it is. But it's mostly Population One and Animal Crossing. Hell yeah! Hell yeah!
2: um how many how many like hours a week would you say you spend in population one like that sounds like that's like your go-to right now it
0: has been i'd say at at least 15 maybe more depending on how busy the week is
2: really wow yeah how long is a mat how long is like one round
0: it depends on how good you are or how many teams are in there but um it can go for Probably fifteen minutes or so. Like it's okay. it's so pretty like, long. Not create,
2: not like Warzone long.
0: No, not Warzone long. Not no because there's not enough players. I don't think um, in their in their lobbies for that. But it, you get a good size going, and you can go for a while. Um, okay. Yeah. It's pretty cool.
1: Very cool. Very cool. And speaking of COD Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, I've uh, gotten into it in the last year, which I would never have would have. It came never, out a year ago today
2: yeah oh really? Oh, yeah. yeah today's the anniversary that's right never
1: never would have thought i would i would play it i don't even know why yeah. i installed I just, it
0: i cannot keep up with those stinking like 50 gigabyte updates
2: dude it's there it's... was a news report the the other week that it uh with whatever the most recent update was that it potentially would not fit on a base playstation 4 you gotta be kidding
0: me. oh my god, no, kidding. god. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane it's well, crazy i think that's why that's... i dropped
2: off <laughs>
1: And and they, at least on PC, they let you do um, in, installation modifications so you can uninstall stuff that you wouldn't need for Warzone. Yeah,
2: they, you, you can do that on console too. Yeah,
1: uh, I, I, I don't know why I got into it, but it's just it's just fun. And I've mm-hmm. uh, been playing it with my friends. We have the Rat Squad where we act like rats. <laughs> and we just go, we we go around the edge of the map collecting guns and money and, and get up and don't fight anybody into the last 15 minutes. And then we get like, you know, third place, uh, third place for not killing anybody for 20 minutes. It's, you know, it's the rat rat squad, Mm -hmm. rat squad. as you do, they, um, they've had this, uh, new outbreak event and I have to give them props for how they, um, um, brought the, the whole story in the week leading up to the update. Um, there was a boat that appeared on the horizon. Um, uh, on the map, and every day got closer and closer until the day the update came out and the boat had crashed into the the shore and broke in half. And you can go in there and fight zombies, um, and they're old World War II like Russian German uh, zombies that you can fight. And there's you know blah blah blah. There's there's a story apparently, um, <laughs> which is bonkers to me, but it's just a it's just a really. You know, is there
2: a benefit to fighting those zombies
1: yeah if you kill forty of them you get a a, a gold key card that opens up a gold oh, yeah the key case cards. you open up yeah. a gold case in there but they made some changes to the map and it's just you know new guns um mm-hmm. it's just really fun to like zone out and play with your friends but um I last weekend I wanted to finish Star Wars battlefront two mm. um, they I it was free on uh the epic game store yeah and maybe like a month ago i played through the whole base story but i wanted to play like the expansion um but it was just so like the expansion was just so i don't know it was just so dog shit that i uninstalled it i (laughs) i i i I think battlefront 2 was like one of those huge bait and switches for me and i felt so cheated because all the advertisement and all the e3 stuff was you're gonna play as the bad guys whoa you're gonna be this elite special forces for the Empire and the actress that was like the main character would come out on stage at e3 and be like that's right I'm the bad guy and you're get to play as me and whoa look at that mission three this elite squadron of bad guys the special forces that have been raised from birth to be you know the baddest of the bad the most elite suddenly in a span of 30 minutes have a change of heart and you go join the rebels and i was like what the f- what the fuck like that is the most cliche story arc for star wars I felt completely defeated and it just the whole the whole main story felt rushed there and um just weird just weird shoehorning of of stuff in there it just sucked uh but i play, but i played through the the um the main story and it was good it, or, or not not good not good but uh it was it was it, it was enough that i played through it to the end and um it tied into the um uh the last not last jedi rise of skywalker what's what's the one with kylo what's the first episode seven <laughs> tied in episode seven okay um and then uh, i tried to play the expansion but it was just like eh, whatever um but there was a night where nobody was coming online to play anything i couldn't play halo with um you know master chief collection nobody wanted to come on and play cod Warzone. and i was just sitting here basically staring at the wall i'm like do i read a book like some dork (laughs) and i realized like yo i just built this banging um gaming pc why don't i play some single player games and um uh, a while ago on the Epic Game Store, uh, Metro 23, 2033 Redux was free, um, and so I downloaded and installed it and got it all optimized and got it ready to go. And that game, uh, it's definitely old. You see some older tech, um, but it you can max it out on if you have a modern PC. And that um, that game is based off a book that is part of like a series of dystopian Russian novels that I just uh, just love. And mm-hmm. to give you the cliff notes on it, uh, nuclear war happens. And the only society that's left are the people that were in the metro stations or in the underground. Um, and there's, there's, there's some, you know, monsters and mutants that come down that have like weird, weird psychic powers. I, I don't, I haven't played enough to get a grasp on the story, but, um, it's really tense. Uh, crawling around and of course I'm playing on the hardest difficulty so um but you don't have a HUD you're you're crawling around in these uh subway stations and sewers uh sticking up on people uh running a lot of stalker meets um um a little bit of like like splinter cell I guess would be a good way to to describe it. Sure. Um my favorite mechanic is that the currency is pre-war uh, ammunition and you can um go into battle and have your magazines loaded with you know the good stuff but you you're literally shooting money away or you can get like weaker bullets um that you know that was made after the the war so you, you have this little like rpg um uh, resource management um mechanic that's that's pretty cool but i put pl- i oh go ahead
2: do you have um the I played and finished and loved Metro Exodus, but I have not played the first two. Do you have the like um, that pressure gun that you have in Metro Exodus as well? Is that a thing in there?
1: I do not know. I, I don't think. I've oh, you're
2: that very, fun. you're okay. You're
1: early yeah, very, very, very early on, very early on. It
2: felt like story-wise, it felt like it was a new gun. So I don't know if it is in there, but that was, so basically it's this like pneumatic gun that you have to like pump up, like you would like a super soaker or something. Uh, and then you, you like shoot. Um, I think just like shrapnel and stuff that you find. Um, I might be incorrect. It's ammo that you can like craft, um, but it adds so much like tenseness to the game because you have to sort of decide like you know if i pump it up all the way i won't have to pump it up for longer but also like the first few shots might be stronger type thing but there's guys running at me so like you have to like balance like when you're gonna be pumping this gun up versus like how much pump do i need like all that sort of stuff it's very it's very cool and it it really that game was phenomenal and i i intended to go back to the other two and i i just didn't for whatever reason but um if you're enjoying it, like Exodus is phenomenal, and there's really good DLC for it, and it kind of is a it's a more open world game than the first two as well. Yeah,
1: this is very linear, very linear. Yeah, yeah. And it it it's because I remember playing Metro twenty thirty three when it first came out, and I think this is uh, I don't remember like any of this stuff that I, that I'm playing right now. So this must be like a like a version 1.5 because the beginning is just way different than, than I recall Like different story, different like beginning missions. Um, So I, I I have to look into it to see, but I'm I'm digging, I'm digging what I'm playing right now. It's very, it's very cool. But the surprise, the surprise of the, the week, or I guess surprise of the month was I've got the Xbox game pass. uh, Thank you to the Xbox game passengers podcast. And I have had Forza Horizon Four downloaded and installed for ages, but I, you know, never, never turned it on. And I'm, and I'm, I'm really familiar with the Forza mainline series. I, I played three, four, um, and then I got rid of the Xbox. But i I've, I, played a, I put tons of hours into it. And the Forza games are uh, these racing kind of simulator games, very Gran Turismo. And I was really kind of. I never looked into the horizon games and I didn't know what they were all about, but they're more arcadey and they've got kind of more of a story. And so I fired up Forza horizon four. And I have to say that this is the best intro to a video game I've
2: ever experienced <laughs> with, with the, with the seasons and stuff. Dude, that. Have you played it? Yeah. I like, yeah, I probably put 20 hours into it. It's so much fun.
1: That, that intro blew me away where you you're in this McLaren and there's this disembodied voice this, this woman is explaining like the, the horizon festival. And she's like, I'm well, we're going to explain, uh, or we're going to introduce you to autumn and you're get plopped right into this, um, this McLaren that's going through these British, this like little British town, uh, hillside and you get to an area and it does a, uh, left to right fade wipe. And you're going into the winter season and you're driving like a, um, a baja like dune buggy truck and then it does another fade and you're in spring and you're in a rally uh rally car and there's motorcycles jumping around you and the whole time there's this like really like dope drum and bass playing and my subwoofer was like Mm -hmm. blaring on the floor and i was like you know you were talking about getting emotional i was like yo this is fucking dope (laughs) and and you get into this is
0: the emotion you came from
1: (laughs) yeah well i um like, when hey, fuck
2: that Nathan Drake, but did you see that wipe <laughs> from uh, from winter to spring?
1: <laughs> I, 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 it reminded me of Forza Three, which had that big Top Gear, um, tie in. And they had an, uh, a trailer that was narrated by Jeremy Clarkson for Forza Three called like the Dying Breed. And it's about a guy like in an Aston driving around London trying to get, you know, you know, ha- but he was dealing with traffic and half speed. And it's very emotional. And I had like a, um, uh, you know, I was in the middle of my t- top gear throws and I cried at that trailer, <laughs> um, you know, years ago when I came out. So I was getting like, like flashbacks to that and it cuts to in the, the Forza intro, it cuts to, to spring and you're going down this big highway and there's like old Shelby's driving around and There's some jets flying around and it's just, it's just gorgeous game. And since this is like an Xbox game and I'm playing it on PC, I'm, they've surprisingly given you some pretty good granular graphic controls. I was able to put it up to 1440p, crank all the detail, like just max it out. And I was getting like 150 frames. So it was buttery smooth. Everything looked it is great. It's gorgeous,
2: too. Like yeah. The, I just remember in in autumn, like all the leaves and stuff that are around and like the textures on everything are so nice. And the way that the sun shines through stuff. Um, it's so pretty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it really it it really kind of j- surprised me. And you get to the end and um, you get to the end of the intro and this woman gets out of the McLaren and she's like the director of the festival and her assistant's like, all right, all the new, all the new um, contestants are here. And this blew my mind. She's like, all right, all right. um, Can somebody tell me where Shane is? And I was
2: like,
1: (laughs) "What?" I was like, what the fuck? And they had to have like pulled from my Xbox profile, like my name or like my Microsoft, like the billing, because. In pretty much every racing game I've played, like the 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 Dirt series, you can pick your character name, which you know everyone has recorded lines for. But they just did this automatically, and it, it kind of fucked me for a second. It's like, oh, he's doing where Shane. And I was like, wait, what? Like what? And then when you get into the game, your GPS is like, all right, Shane, I'm going to tell you where some some races are. And I was like, oh, this is this is so nice. <laughs> but you go you go from driving this two million dollar McLaren to then driving a focus rs and there was a real like like speed difference and a control difference and i was like really i was like all right i gotta get back i gotta get back to you know some some hyper cars um but that's like that's gonna be my new jam for a while
2: yeah it's a blast i love the um the the wheel that you can spin as well i don't know if you've done that at all yet but no. f- like you i can't remember how you earn them but you earn like spins of this wheel that like can give you like, just credits so you can buy stuff, or you can like win new car. because there's so much, there's hundreds of cars in the game. You can win like new cars basically, or you can win like cosmetics for your character, or so many different things. I just remember it's so much fun to just like spin that. That's why I loot boxes are a thing, but <laughs> it's so much fun to just spin that wheel. And like, when you get like a sick car, um, it just it feels good to, to do that. And then there's like, as you're driving around in the world, there's all these like hidden cars too. Like there's like run down cars and garages. And then if you can locate them, they like turn into supercars basically. And That's there's so cool. much customization you can do on every car as well. Um, and there's tons of variety in the different like different races and missions you can do as well. It's su- it is such a good job with that game.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 really stoked. I'm I'm bummed that I haven't fired it up sooner, but I'm glad I have my new PC because I can just crank the graphics on this. And I uh, there's I got a five dollar piece of software called World of Joysticks, and it um it emulates an Xbox 360 controller if you don't have one. And I was able to just plug my Stadia controller in. And do like, you know, full full mapping of everything. It was worth the five bucks, nice. and because I, I didn't want to play with I didn't I didn't want to play this with a mouse and keyboard. I, yeah, ha- having yeah. digital controls for a driving game just suck. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm probably gonna play that tonight. Play some more of that. And the music, just everything about that intro was just stellar. Just <laughs> absolutely stellar. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: His eyes are welling up right now.
0: There's just that think, emotion. Just thinking
2: about that wipe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, yeah, that's just thinking about that
2: wipe, that deep wipe. Can, can we go back to uh, Warzone for a second? Do you feel like, like I read about this update, for instance, and I played over the past, like I haven't played it in six months, but over the past year, I probably, like, I think I played 150 hours of Warzone, which is crazy. Holy shit. I've, I've never been a Call of Duty guy, but like one of my close and friends. Of, and, and of I,
1: course, and of course you haven't said, hey, Shane, let's do cross platform and play together.
2: I mean, neither of you. So,
1: well, I didn't know you because you were staunchly not a Call of Duty person. So no.
2: Yeah. So randomly it was, you know, I, I think right at the end of season one is when we jumped in um, and played through, like I like got to tier 100 in season two uh, and I think season three and then I just slowly kind of tapered off um it always felt like they were teasing things and then nothing would ever come from anything like now there's bunkers in the in the world except they never did shit except like oh you can like answer the phone and if you answer the phone and then go to this place and then get a key card and then go here and then go do this like it just like none of it ever seemed to really matter um but what's interesting like there was a few events that were pretty cool but what is interesting i think about this zombie thing do you feel like that's like too off of the tone? Like it always felt like it was fairly serious, and now there's like a boat full of zombies. Like, do you feel like it's like a is it like a Fortniteification of the game in ter- to to make people like you know more interested or whatever? Like, are they out of serious ideas, and now you're going to get more of this ridiculous stuff? Do you ha- did it. you play it much before this zombie thing, and does your perception of it change now that there's zombies in the game i think
0: that every version of like a battle royale or just a plain fps game has some kind of a zombie like horde
2: situation um but it's not even Halloween.
0: Of course not. No, I mean the Call of Duty uh, zombie. Th- th- there.
2: Yeah, but that's like a different mode, though. Like sure. that's a specific thing. Like this has always been. I think it's. A similar I don't know. It just feels like try. a weird thing to insert into this thing that's been that's felt fairly serious for like an entire year.
1: That's that's actually a good point. There's a lot of people that were like thought this the tone was off of it um, mm-hmm. because you know, like you said, it's a very serious, like realistic ish game. Um, I think that they're they're bringing the 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 zombie story because the, the zombies the zombies mode. I don't know why I said it so weird. Um, it had its own story and it's coming coming into the the war zone um, war zone game. Uh, th- there's a lot of people that have, have like made memes like like fuck it season season two. Um, we're throwing in zombies. <laughs> um, but they're they're zombies that were from the uh the zombies mode in the other games so there is a um there is a i guess c- canonical story uh, mm-hmm. connection uh, I know that I haven't played it yet but the Cold War game connects to the Black Ops series yep. um like Black Ops 1 and 2 like all the the Vietnam stuff and um i don't know there's there's computers around the map that have like a, a zombie face on them with like a progress bar and it has been going up and some people think that like the infestation is is going to go up it um it's it's not a it's not a requirement to go to the boat and to fight the zombies right. in, fa- in fact it's like you know if it's outside of the circle you don't have much time to yeah, um, yeah. to fight them well and- that's a good
2: point too and these things are obviously always time limited as well so if you don't like it like it'll be gone in like two weeks or whatever right. this- I-, I think that that's a problem I had too is that like when these things happen and when these things were teased it was always like it didn't ever really feel like it actually mattered like oh now the stadium is open but nobody's ever gonna fucking go in there so it doesn't matter anyway and now there's a train that's driving around the map but if you go near the train you're just gonna get shot right away and like there's now there's a subway that nobody ever enters. Like it's it's just like it seems like it feels like they're putting stuff in because they have to put stuff in, but then nobody ever cares about the stuff that they put in.
1: There's 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 a story to Warzone which I am completely ignorant of. I've I have no idea. The subways right now are closed off. Um and big development. And there's um there's you know the monuments on the map like the weird like statues and parks that are kind of all yeah, around. Yeah. Those are actually nuclear missile silos that are open now that you can go into um so and then during the lead-up to cold war uh, all the bunkers yeah y- you could get like codes to go into them and, and get stuff but, and, but and, they
2: didn't do anything except like oh you got a blueprint like oh it just felt like it didn't actually change anything
1: oh no there was there was bunkers that were full of like orange cases and guns mm, okay um that uh, you'd have to type the code in to get into and then like some that you needed the key card for. And, um, those always ended up being big firefight. So I, I mean this at the end of the day, this isn't a story game. It's a, it's a battle royale, but they're putting, they're putting a narrative to it. And I think, um, I know that this, the, the boat with the zombies is going to be here for a while. Um, the outbreak event, um, is going away. That's like the left for dead style. Um, um, uh game mode that's in a uh, cold war proper where you're you're like doing it's four players versus the horde and you've got like a mission i didn't i haven't played that um that is actually going away soon but the zombies on the the main island with the crash boat um i believe are going to be here for a while and they're there's like i said there's computers with a progress bar people think it's like the progress of the infestation and maybe these nuclear missiles um, in these silos are going to pop off. There's, I don't know, there's just fun stuff, but at the end of the day, you're just shooting dudes and dealing with, with Chinese hackers. So, (laughs) but I'm, I'm, it's, it's fun to play, play with your friends. Yeah, it is definitely. And it's, uh, I, (laughs) the, the thing that, that blew me away or not blew me away. That just was I had no idea what was going on. Around Halloween, they released um, some horror movie skins. Like you could be you could be Jigsaw, or you can be oh,
2: yeah, or you, or you
1: can be Leatherface. And I had no idea what was going on, and I didn't know these skins got released. And I'm sitting in an attic, and all of a sudden, fucking Jigsaw parachutes in, and that not knowing that Jigsaw was in the game or anything else, just seeing <laughs> this guy like like just float in, uh, was like okay what what is what is going on like i I mean i guess she had to be there but it just was so shocking that all of a sudden there was a guy that that had a a clown mask on that parachuted into the window it it was that was totally totally an- annoying um, <laughs> but uh, i don't know it, i'm stoked it's fun war zone's fun uh Forza horizon is fun it's
2: uh uncharted 4 is fun no It's not A little bit. It's a bit fun.
1: I mean, I, um, I, I'm glad that I played it, and there was definitely fun parts, but uh, as a whole, I did not like the game.
2: It's okay, Shane. <laughs>
1: yeah, but uh, I guess that's it. anybody else want to talk about anything else?
0: Guys, it has been two hours, three if you yeah. count the false starts. We're just getting
2: started. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're just
0: getting started.
2: All right. Well, you guys what have you guys a great about rest of your Bethesda night. The Xbox deal, you know. It's it's still it's not
1: done. nope it's done nope not yet yeah. they're still waiting for SEC approval they got approved in Europe but not approved in America
2: I mean I think that that I think it's done it's done to me I mean it's, you know do- in it's my done. mind it's done based on the officially welcoming Bethesda to Team Xbox post by Phil Spencer on Xbox.com it's done
1: <laughs> slash Phil Spencer I mean it's it's like the same thing like the COVID vaccines technically don't have FDA approval yet but they're out so whatever anyway you know it's it's done it's done it's done <laughs> anyway done. so that's wrap this up that was our Let's episode of the geekscape up. games podcast thank you so much for tuning in we're going to be here bi-weekly and that's it you can find us on twitter.com slash geekscape games i don't really do social media anymore but you can find us there carlos's it's, job yep we've got links there you can join our discord and chit chat with us miss Miss, Miss Sassy Katie,
0: where do people <laughs> find more of you? Uh, you can find me Besides on here. all the social medias. Um, basically, just social find at, at EL at Sassy Pants, uh, usually with an S, sometimes with a Z, uh, <laughs> depending on TikTok or not. But yeah, EL uh, Sassy Pants uh, on most social medias. And yeah, and check out my fandom articles. You can look up Katie Elsasser, and I've got a lot of articles up there. Hell yeah. Woo-woo. All right. I guess, this, I guess that's it. Oh,
1: we'll see you guys back here in two weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Number one, Victory Royale. Yeah, we Yes. Yes. Get, get down. Yes. Ten girls on the board right
1: now. Just wiped
2: out today. You're listening to the
1: Geekscape Network.